Hey, you. Yes, you. Listen, before the podcast takes place, I want you to know from whatever how you're listening to this, whether it be on iTunes, Google Play, or some radioactive frequency wave you just have in your stoner brain of yours because you just smoke too much of that good kush or whatever the fuck you like to trip on and just can't realize you clicked on the podcast category for some dope-ass audio. Or wherever you may on right now, whether it be you're driving down the interstate or some fucked up traffic that you don't want to be in, walking around the block with your purse-sized dog in one hand and gimmick Starbucks cup in the other, Walking out your place because you can't stand your annoying bitch-ass girlfriend-slash-boyfriend right now because you're not doing something she-slash-she told you for the hundredth time today, but you keep going back and you know the flame is still there. Oh, hey, you baby should be taking a shit or serving your country at war right now because you goddamn right we support our troops. So whether this is your first time listening or a long-time staff fanatic, we here on Topics on the Pod are here to say welcome. So sit back, relax, Roll another one, or whatever the fuck you like to take the edge off, and enjoy the show, you fucking bitches. <laughs> what is going on, ladies and gentlemen? It is Jesse, aka DJ Stash, aka the host of the motherfucking podcast. In this episode 55 on Topics on the Pod, where each and every week we bring the most dopest audio on the planet. Alright guys, I know it's a little bit later than I usually post on the podcast, but fuck it, at least we got the podcast up and running, right? Uh, it's currently uh, October 1st. We're uh, we are t- officially into Halloween season, ladies and gentlemen. Or some many earlier Halloween seasoners that I know, they fucking start that shit like mid-September. Like, everyone goes balls to the walls on this month, man. I'm like, for me personally, I'm like, I don't... Halloween doesn't really bother me either way. I mean, it's just a holiday. Maybe when I was a kid, it's just people my age. I'm like, they just never uh, get out of the phase. I'm like, they just celebrate Halloween like way too much. I mean, yeah, I mean that's if that's when you want to be happy, man. Celebrate Halloween, you know, go you you get it, man. I mean, that's that's the one day of the year they want to go freaky and shit. You know, get the candy, dress up as slutty uh, maids, and uh, get your uh, uh, what is what does it call it uh. Trying to think of uh, Nightmare Four Christmas guy, Jack. That's the big big symbol for Halloween. Even though it's really a Christmas thing, but I guess it's also a symbol for Halloween for that uh that Jack Jack guy. I mean, this one I I think I've only seen that movie like one time. Nightmare Before Christmas. His name is Jack, right? I'm looking at that real quick. Yeah, Jack Skeleton. Yeah, he's like a big thing. Even though it's like more of a Christmas thing, but maybe they celebrate him because of Halloween. But, oh well. And then uh, the Joker movie's coming out this... Is it this week? I'm excited for that. If you haven't seen the trailer, be sure to check out that trailer. There's like, I think, two trailers from that. Yeah, October 4th. That's going to be Friday? Yeah, Friday. Also good this week... uh, that's so why I'm going to ACL, which if you don't know, ACL is is basically a a festival in uh, Austin, Texas. It's pretty much it's up there with Coachella. Well, I mean Coachella because like as festival wise, it's only one besides Coachella that it's two weekends. It's uh, does this weekend and does next weekend. This will be the second week or this will be the second time I actually go to this event. I went last year. I went last year on the second weekend, but only went Saturday and Sunday. I was gonna try to go on Friday, but I didn't. 
It was kind of like a last minute deal. So I didn't have time to go off because I wanted, I really wanted to see Paul McCartney, but it didn't happen. So, but now I'm going this year, but this year I'm only going on Friday and Saturday. I'm just not going to go on Sunday. It's just the way things working out. But we can get into that. Uh, I was say, also, I was going to mention guys, guys, to the podcast. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. Be sure to, uh, Subscribe to the podcast. If you're not subscribed, I mean, what are y'all doing, guys? Subscribe to the podcast. It helps us out greatly. If you're listening, well, if you're listening to this on uh, Google Play or iTunes. But if you're on top of Snatch Pack, welcome to another episode of Talks on the Pod. Yeah, but if uh, you're new to the podcast, we listen, usually what we mainly do is talk about certain topics. Uh, we get onto Google News. I do from Resection. Sometimes we have guests on the podcast. It's just me and me for today, so... Maybe we'll have a podcast, or I guess next week, I'm not sure. See how it goes, because of... Uh, people, when I'm talking about podcasts, I'm like, just people, two different podcasts I listen to, they're currently going to end. One of them may be ending, but in a different way. Like, there's one, uh, it's like a wrestling podcast, the ENC podcast, which is Edge and Christian. They're like two wrestlers. Currently, Edge is, uh, okay, Adam, he's going to leave the podcast, I guess he's doing, like, for scheduling conflict. He's been doing. He's been doing the po- He's been doing these podcast. I guess this podcast for like a few years now that I remember. I've been listening. I've been at least listening to this for like a couple of years. Now they're just ending it. I don't know if Christian is going to continue on with the podcast. They had a different producer too, so I've been listening to this podcast. But I guess he's not doing the podcast anymore. And then their last podcast was only forty minutes, and it was just gotten pretty sad. So I don't know. They just had to like co- schedule conflicts, can't get the guests all the time, so. I don't know, but I wish him his future endeavors or what he's planning to do next. Either a lot of people think he's coming back to the WWE, like it's that's not happening. I I don't see it anyway. He's already retired. He's been gone. He's been off of wrestling about what six six eight years now. Yeah, I don't see that. I just think he's doing other scheduled things, but you know, his balances with his uh family life since his uh, wife Beth Phoenix is uh doing commentary in NXT. And I'm sure he's got other projects going on, so... I wish you back a look with that, and we'll see what happens to the podcast with that. And then with the other podcast that I watch, or listen to, so I'd say it's the Team Tiger Awesome Show. Which is basically like these, uh... Sometimes it's three, it's usually three guys, but sometimes two, but it's usually three guys that do the podcast. It's like just uh, a bunch of friends. Which I like it because I think uh, two of them are actually from Texas. I think the Houston area. But they all live in California. They, all, they originally started just like being on Jericho's podcast from uh, when they're on podcast one. And then I guess they just got hired by Jer- or Jericho, hired them to do their own po- podcast or podcast one. And then they left for like a while and then came back on the same network as Jericho, the West uh, Westwood one. But Jericho wasn't their uh, employer anymore. So I guess they got to do their own thing. And all of a sudden they're uh, shutting it down again, <clears throat> even though they br- had Patreon and everything. They don't have help with the show. They don't have sponsors. It's kind of a weird show. They kind of do like random topics every week, kind of like what I do. And they have guests sometimes. Like they'll create like uh, like their latest podcast they did is like create a, a kids TV show. They just do like a random random shit. They have guests on there to you know help them do their random topics of the of the week. It's pretty entertaining. I mean, their random segments they have in the middle of the show sometimes I don't really care for, but they're pretty uh, interesting guys to, to listen to every week. So I don't know if they're going to be gone forever or what, since they had, they had Patreon. I guess they're just not doing uh, what they like to do, or 
I know they're not enjoying the podcast as they want, or they're just not making the money they need, so, I don't know, but, if you haven't listened to uh, Teen Tiger Awesome, just type it up on Google Play or iTunes, they're pretty funny guys, man, definitely check them out. Ah, drinking a uh, natural light seltzer. I, that's the thing. I was trying to find it. Like, uh, these been selling out, guys. Like, uh, I remember when I did the reviews for these, I haven't I hadn't found in a while. I was like in the mood for it last weekend. I was like, oh, let me find these in Walmart. I couldn't find them. I was looking online, even they were sold out. Because uh, I like the natural light seltzer better than the uh, white claws. You get more bang for your buck though. They're about the same price. It's a twelve pack, but uh, the white claws like five percent. These are six percent. With their natural ice, they have they have the natural light Aloha beaches, which is the mango and peach and the uh, I can't remember the other one. It's in my fridge right now, but it's like uh, it's a berry one. But you can check it on my YouTube though. Which I did reviews on that. It's on my stash reviews playlist. I like them a lot. They give you a wicked hangover if you drink too much though. That I've learned. <laughs> I drank like eight of them last week and had like a wicked ass hangover. So, um, that's what I want to talk about with the po- or a couple of the podcasts. I also want to talk about what I watched recently. I've been watching uh, Black Mirror. I think I'm on season four now. I'm trying to catch up on it. I don't want to spoil for anyone, but that's like I've noticed like, it's a lot of continuation on like there. It's a lot of like British based like technology. What I've noticed, I'm like each episode is like. It's not really storyline story driven that I've noticed. It's like every episode is different from a different scenario, but it's always about futuristic technology and like based in Britain, <laughs> majority, and like some dirty, dirty bitches. <laughs> but I've noticed. It's kind of like a trend. Crazy bitches been on there. Crazy white bitches. So I've been I'm enjoying that show. I'm currently on stuck on one right now. The one I'm on. I'm not trying to spoil for anybody that hasn't watched. I'm on the one that's. Uh, where it's kind, of, it's kind of like how today's society is. Like we kind of base it on people like reviews and ratings, but it's like real life. So like everyone has like a, a lens kind of on their eyes already. Like say like I'm staring at uh, like, I don't want to say Paul McCartney or whatever. I see his overall status of four stars. I'm like, okay, he's a you know a good review star, uh, as a human being. And depending on your, your rating, it gets you like perks. Like, uh, so like this girl I'm watching on the show right now, you know, I got halfway, she's trying to get this house, but she's trying to get this house on a certain price point, and the realtor is like, well, if you get like a 4.5, you know, they help you at like 20%, 20% off the house, she's currently like a 4.3, so, so basically like people just like fake around each other just so they'll get like higher ratings on each other, people will rate each other, you know, kind of like I do on social media. So people are just like stand around like in ch- you know human interaction and fake and they're trying to be nice with each other fakely just so they have uh, good ratings on life. It's it's pretty fucked up scenario, but it's it's, it's interesting to watch right now. So that's what I'm watching on Netflix. But uh, what I've already finished on Netflix that just came out is uh, Disenchantment. If you don't know people what Disenchantment is, it's pretty much like uh, another cartoon based on Futurama. I love Future Run when it was out on uh, it started on uh, Adult Swim then it went finished off on Comedy Central why it finished on Comedy Central I don't know which uh, I'll talk about Disenchantment if I don't know about that which I just seen the girl the main character Bean on uh, Good Mythical Morning so that was pretty cool I'll go Wikipedia for y'all 
TV series. Uh, yeah, so just jam it. It's a, uh, it's basically a fantasy uh, sitcom created by Matt uh, Groening. The series is growing only production to appear exclusively on Netflix. So he previously created, yeah, he was the one who created I, th- I was making sure, like, I, I knew it was Futurama, but I was, thinking, I was pretty sure it was The Simpsons as well because of the same art style. Yeah, it's the same people that created Futurama and The Simpsons. You know, Futurama was on Camera Central and Don't Swim, and uh, I guess The Simpsons is on Fox still? Because, uh, you know, Simpsons is still going. It was still a disappointment that Futurama is still gone. I mean, I mean, the way they ended Futurama, I guess it was alright, but I wish Futurama was still going. It, even though, because, I mean, if they're still going Simpsons and Family Guy, I wish Futurama was still going. But, oh well. At least it was just Shaman. Just Shaman is pretty much the past version of Futurama. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's set in the medieval fantasy kingdom of Dreamland. Uh, the series follows the story of being a rebellious and alcoholic princess. Her uh, naive elf companion, Elfo, kind of reminds me of Fry from Futurama. And I guess Bean is kind of like Leela, kind of, but she's more like a, I don't know, kind of like a mix of a uh, bender as well. But he's more like a, and then there's a destructive personal demon, Lucy, which is, I don't know, it's called Lucy, but it's like a guy, it's a guy, uh, a male demon. But he reminds me more of Bender. And Bean is like Lucy, or uh, Bean is like Leela. Drama. But as I did, stars the voices of Abby Jacobson, Eric Andre, uh, Nate Foxen, and John Namego, uh, Tress McNeil, Nat Berry, David Human, Mary Lou, Lucy Lou, and Billy West, which Billy also worked on uh, Futurama. Uh, so far, there's 20 episodes of the series were initially ordered by Netflix. With the first 10 episodes released on uh, August 17, 2018, and the remaining episodes were released on September 20th, 2019. In October 2018, Jim was renewed for a 20 episode second season to be released 2020 and 2021. Wait, what? Well, that's kind of, I mean, it's already out now. I don't know why I said that. Or unless they're saying a part. Yeah, because they're not saying season, they're just saying like part two on Netflix. It's not like part. Or season one, season two is like season part one and part two. So, that's so why I guess it's a seven episode series. So, oh, okay, yeah. So the Marinos and then was renewed for a twenty episode second season to release 2020, 2021. So I guess we'll get the second season in twenty twenty. I don't know. So if the first one was in August. August 20th. So I guess we won't get it until next summer. But yeah, it's a great show so far. I enjoy it. Just want to talk about it a little bit. Alright, uh, I think the main, uh, what, let's see. When do the mains? Excuse me, uh, always, I listen to the Chris Jericho podcast, so I was saying about earlier from, uh, Team Tiger Awesome. Apparently there's like a list of 500 for wrestlers. I was trying to find I want to talk about that like the current uh, list for that because they talk about a little bit on, on his podcast oh, I actually want to go through the whole 500 yeah the PWI 500 <clears throat> I actually want to get into that because I never even heard about that until they talked about it on the podcast but they didn't all they said was like the number one which if y'all don't know the number one if y'all was about I don't want to reveal it I'll just I'll do like a mark through it 
Because it's kind of a uh, busy week for uh, WWE this week. I mean, I just watched Monday Night Raw. It was it was all right. They they've kind of already got set up for one match for uh, I guess it's gonna be Crown Jewel again in Saudi Arabia. It's gonna be on Halloween. Uh, basically, it's gonna be Team Hogan versus Team Flair. <laughs> I kind of like to try to hype it up. I'm like, oh my god, it's gonna be Hogan and Flair. I'm like, well, we already know that's gonna happen. They were too old as fuck for that, and Flair's retired. Well, he has to be pretty forced to retire. Well, I guess they, they could have done it summer, maybe, I guess. Since, you know, Sean Michaels already came out of retirement. But basically, it's going to be like a Survivor Series thing, like a 5-on-5. Five five, which, it's Team Hogan, Team Flair, but the uh, uh, team captain to Seth Rollins for Hogan's team. And Randy Orton's t- team captain for Flair's team. And I guess so far, as we're recording this, because the Burger more some more revealing on SmackDown tonight. But... Yeah, also, it's going to be a, also a popular SmackDown fan, but we'll get into that in a minute. But it's, uh, so far, I guess the team is uh, Seth Rollins and Rusev. And Seth Roll- or, uh, Randy Orton's team is, Ren- or uh, Flair's team is Randy Orton and uh, Baron Corbin and Bobby Lashley, I suppose. So I guess I need another member for uh, Hogan's team. But it's kind of like, uh, controversial, it's kind of like an attitude thing. Because, uh, you know, the Rooster just came back recently, and then uh, everyone's like, where's Lana? You know, early in the show. And they finally, uh, Bobby Lashley comes out, and then he introduces out Lana. And then she's, like, fucking, like, on ham with, like, Bobby Lashley, like, making out with him. And, like, just, like, almost, like, almost, like, fucking on the stage. And, like, Rooster was just standing there. I'm like, damn, son. I'm like, this is, this is crazy. Going back to the attitude ways again. I'm hella selling it. You might as well just get that, get a fucking bed out there and get that BBC on her. Like, holy shit. Uh, and then, uh, The Fiend comes out and attacks Seth Rollins and pretty much ends the show. So, but yeah, then we're going to uh, SmackDown, which is tonight. It's the uh, first episode, or not tonight, I'm sorry. That's actually Friday. I'm thinking fucking Tuesday. It's there. I forgot they switched back to Fridays now. It's going to be Friday again. They used to be back Friday before, like when I. Uh, first started watching SmackDown. Uh, I forgot, I think they were on uh, UPN back then or something. Way back on cable television <laughs> that I watched. Uh, excuse me. Uh, yeah, they were on Fox. I was actually watching Fox. I was watching the football game uh, last weekend. Or Thursday and Sunday. And they were promoting SmackDown, so they're already getting promotional. Promotional with it. So... It's going to be a big car for that. It's going to be like Hogan. I think Hogan, Flair, Stone Cold, and The Rock going to be there. And, you know, the main match is going to be Kobe Kingston and uh, Brock Lesnar. We'll see how that match is going to go. Pretty much all they had was Brock Lesnar come out on Monday and just destroy Rey Mysterio and his son. Like, damn, like, uh, that's something I about his son, Dominic. Like, after he, uh, because it was supposed to be originally Rey Mysterio and Seth Rollins for the WWE Championship match that night. Really fucking just brought, just randomly have brothers to come out and just uh, give Rams through a couple of F5s and then he just gets like the way he threw uh, like Dominic just sitting out in the crowd like front row like the way brothers are just like threw him off the barricade hit the ground like that shit looked like here like a motherfucker like he did like head first I'm like damn he's not like a wrestler at all well I know he's not trained to be a wrestler but considering he's hasn't done anything really in the movie, I'm like I had to hurt like a bitch you know of course at like, the end of it he gave him I think he gave him F5 like some suplexes and uh, yeah, Jeremy's two places, whatever, and, like, basically just ended off, like, uh, putting Dominic in the 
ambulance Rey Mysterio going with him. He actually took off his mask, too. You couldn't really see his face, of course, but they took off and pretty much doing it where uh, Rusev took over for the WWE Championship. And, of course, I, was, I already knew that wasn't going to end in actual where. That's what happened when uh, Bobby Lashley came out, and that shit happened. So, but yeah, Friday's gonna be interesting to know what's gonna happen. Uh, I'm thinking Friday's gonna be the same way. I don't think it's gonna be a clean. Well, it's either it's gonna be not gonna be a clean finish between Brawlers or Kobe. Oh, I'm thinking Brawlers is gonna become champion, and then I'm thinking um, it's gonna be like Kofi and Brock. At uh, I don't think it's gonna happen at Hell in Cell. It's probably gonna happen at Crown Jewel. We're probably gonna have another match. Because it's kind of too soon to build that up. And I don't see Brock Lesnar coming. Even though he was in Hell in a Cell last year. So, I mean, we went in a match. But he just kind of uh, interfered in the match with Roman Reigns and uh, Braun Strowman. Which is kind of disappointing me. Because now it's... Uh, man, we'll get into it uh, Sunday. Or probably do another podcast uh, Saturday. This or. Yeah, I'll do I'll do another podcast either the Saturday or Sunday because I'll talk more bro more about the uh, festival because <sighs> it's because it sucks. But I went last year Hell in a Cell. They didn't have a woman's Hell in a Cell last year, but now I'm having it this year with uh, Sasha Banks and uh, Becky Lynch. That's gonna be that one, and then it's gonna be Seth Rollins and the Fiend Bray Wyatt. So both can be interesting Hell in a Cell matches this year. But yeah, I'm guessing like that's the only only match really promoted for SmackDown, and then everyone else is pretty much a legendary promo. Overall, legends coming back. And then uh, Wednesday is going to be for NXT. There's going to be the NXT Championship on the line, and that's pretty much. It. I don't really follow NXT, but I think. Well, AEW is not coming out this week, right? I think it's next week. I'm trying to see when AEW comes out. AEW. Debut. Let's see. I think that's next week. On uh starts. Oh no, actually, it is a okay. That explains why I'm telling. Okay, so that's gonna be. Uh, tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, so that's also mainly news. I know it's supposed to be some tag team match tomorrow. So yeah, also in the rest of me, AEW is gonna start. Uh, tomorrow. On a TNT, I'm gonna wa- check that out. We see how Mister Bubbly, Chris Jericho. Is uh what's gonna happen on there? See how their first uh first thing is gonna or uh, first show is gonna be. I don't really promote one match. One match. I'm trying to see what the match. I know it's some tag team match. I got some article here. It's from uh, CBSSports.com. Let's see. It says a countdown to the debut of AEW Dynamite. Is that what we're calling it? Dynamite? I thought it was just you doing. Nah, this would be... I don't know. It says, Which will signal a titanic titanic moment in wrestling business is quickly coming to a conclusion. Boomer bust as a TV product. AEW's efforts as a powerhouse promotion on cable will mark a new era in wrestling history. The promotion is coming out as a bell swinging with the big names and compelling matches on the debut show, including marquee names such as Cody Rose, King Omega, Chris Jericho, and the Young Bucks all in action. AEW will need all the power it can muster as WWE is using fame matches on NXT in the same time slot, including a world tag team match between Matt Riddle and champ Adam Cole, which I was just mentioning. Uh, this is AEW Dynamite will air weekly every Wednesday evening, be- beginning on October 2nd at 8 p.m. 
with the show uh, boasting a runtime of two hours. It remains to be seen just how substantial AEW can be as weekly television presence with the uh, or within the pro wrestling landscape. But there's no question potentially millions of eyes will be on premiere episode come October 2nd. So yeah, it's like a hell of a week for uh, wrestling fans. So it's a hell of a week for me, man. Start with Monday and then we have AEW and uh, NXT Wednesday and then uh, Friday for SmackDown and then we have Time to Sell Sunday. That's mainly what I'm going to do Sunday, so I'm not going to the ACL Sunday. I'm probably just going to watch uh, Hell in a Cell. Uh, I was trying to see... Okay, here's a... Yeah, AW debut match card. It's going to be uh, Cody Rhodes versus uh, Sammy Guevara. It says Rhodes along with the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, and John Moxley is face of AEW. This is the man who left W and set out to do things on his own terms. Before leading a landscape shifting AEW, or it's a, yeah, it says uh, the man who left W and set out to do things on his own terms before leading landscape shifting movement. If that seems symbolic, it is not. Rhodes leaving WWE uh, did not seem like a particularly needle moving moment, but he posted the list on Twitter laying out things he wanted to do on independent scene and checked off the box. Boxes one by one. Eventually, he, along with Matt and Nick Jackson, become the driving force behind the massive all-in pay-per-view success, which snowballed into AEW. Gravada is a special talent at 26. He's already seen be a force in the independence for years. He's strong, fast, and agile with TV, good looks, and a solid uh, grasp on ring <clears throat> psychological. He's also most likely a victim of Rhodes in this match. This has been confirmed as the first match to take place in the history of Dynamite. And then there's the uh, AEW Women's Championship, which is uh, Nayla Rose versus Raiho. I got that right. Uh, it says Rose and Raiho both earned their way to the first ever Women's Championship match at the All Out Pay Per View event. Rose got her, or got here by winning the 21 Women Casino Battle Royal, last eliminating Britt Baker. Raiho defeated Heriko Shida in a singles match. Focusing on Rose's st- uh, status as the first openly transgender... What? Oh, I didn't even know that. I didn't watch the uh, pre-show for it. Uh, AEW. Or, uh, All Out. Focusing on Rose's status as the first openly transgender wrestling to sign with a major promotion doesn't do her skills justice. Nor does focusing on Rose's 5'1 stature serve to tell the story of her ability to bring it in a big way. She's transgender, so I guess... Is originally a male, then a female? Huh. Yeah, I didn't even know that. That's hey, good for very good for that uh transitioning. And then we have uh Kenny Omega in the Young Bucks versus Chris Jericho and two mystery partners. Yeah, this is the one I was thinking. I think this is supposed to be the main event. Or this is the one they promote anyway. So this is a match with a lot of star power, and we don't know yet one-third of the competitors. Uh, Omega and Jericho have history first meeting in a notice qualification grudge match at New Japan uh, Pro Wrestling Kingdom 12 for Omega's United States Championship. Uh, Omega got the win in that bout, but came up short when they rematched AEW's first pay-per-view Don't or Nothing back in May. That win uh, slotted Jericho in the first ever match for the AEW World Championship. Which Jericho won by defeating Adam Hangman Page in the first main event of All Out. It's hard to know what to expect here without knowing Jericho's mystery partners, but 
It feels like a sure thing the match will deliver high-quality in-ring action. And then we have Adam Hangman Page versus Pac. Uh, Page uh, came up short in his bid for the championship against Jericho, but proved he can hang with the top-level names. That's no surprise to anyone who followed his impressive career, but this may actually register as the most important uh, responding out of his journey, Pac beating Omega at All Out while filling in for a legitimate injury or in, legitimate injury Moxley and giving a, AEW's emphasis on how wins and losses matter, a win over Omega and the man who almost became the first ever AEW champion would seem to position for a title shot sooner than later. And then it says uh, MGF versus Brandon Kohler. Uh, this MGF has become part of Cody's family and support him in the corner during Rhodes' match with Sean Spears at All Out. Is he's an incredible heel who's able to carry the stable gimmick of a cocky spoiled punk better than almost anyone in recent today. Kohler is a veteran and a feel-good story who was mostly offered two contracts with AEW: one in ring, one behind the scenes. On an episode of the Being the Elite YouTube series, which I don't follow that at all. Uh, so, what else to expect on AEW Dynamite debut? Uh, John Moxley, former Dean Ambrose and WWE, is announced to appear at the event. Moxley is currently enrolled in a feud with Omega with a planned match between the two at All Out Scrapped, and Moxley was dealing with a case of MRSA. The match is now set for a full gear pay per view on November 9th. So you could uh, rightfully expect some development there. A potential surprise debuts to draw some buzz. Cody has stated we've only seen 40% of the AEW roster, which means that there are some potential big names that could surprise fans at any time. We've already seen some shocking debuts from Moxley and LAX on pay-per-view events. So why <clears throat> why not bring in someone to move the needle on the promotion de- TV debut? And there are two mystery party spots open on Jericho's team. I hear there's some punk from... Uh, Chicago fans uh, might want to see AEW ring, but we speculate our way down to the rope before. I guess we won't find out until October 2nd. Yeah, definitely worth checking out for uh, tomorrow. So, I'm going to guess for uh, maybe some WWE, uh, former WWE uh, people from Jericho's team, but we'll see. Alright. Yeah, I think we're going to Read some Google News, and then I'll get into uh, the list of the uh, the 2019 PWI 500. And then I'll maybe I'll talk, I'll talk about the... Uh, well, I'll, talk, I'll talk about the uh, ACL from Austin, in case you're all interested in that. I already got my wrist... You have to get some wristbands for that to get in. There's one of those from, like, festivals. You have to have wristbands to, like, tickets to get in, so... You know, it's like a it's a twelve hour event. So you go, you could with the wrist currently these wrist friends, you could like check in and out three times. So, which I don't really leave the, the festival anyway. Let's see. Let's see, let's see any limits. There's also just like a venue too, and also it's kind of like, uh, like there's also ACL from like, like newcomers like earlier like in April time, and then there's like ACL uh, venue itself that's already in Austin, which is like uh, what I've seen Dan Mouse. We already talked about the podcast for that last week, and check that out. 
And then there's ACL Festival itself, which is at Ziegler Park. It's every year. Okay. Yeah, Austin Sea Limits is a music festival. It's in Ziegler Park. It's October 4th through 6th. And then next week is going to be the October 11th through the 13th. There's also some, some night shows as well, if you want to check those out. I was going to check out, um, what do you call it? Heavy Sabotage, but that's going to be on Thursday at work, so I can't do that. So uh, There's a lot of big names. I'm just saying, it looks like the yellow intent is like bigger stars. But yeah, it's, it's Stubbs, Stubbs Waller Creek Amphitheater. There's uh, Gary Clark Jr. with Jackie Vinson. And then uh, big people from Emo's Austin on Thursday, uh, October 3rd, CB Sabotage with Sebastian Paul. Uh, there's uh, there's like Sunday at Fisher 18 Plus, there's Mohawk. On Saturday, October 5th, sold out Indeles with Sailor Poon. I don't know who they are, but good for them to on the show. Uh, there's the Parish on Thursday. Uh, Stubbs Indoors. There's uh, the Gospel Brunch, which is on the fourth uh, on Friday. And there's Potential Club, 21 and over, on Saturday, October 12th. Uh, or that's, yeah, October 12th. And also Chris Shivland with the Covenants featuring Joe Firstman, Leon Third. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what's with him. Yeah, besides, I was the only one really under all that, but I'm going to see them at the festival itself. Okay, let's go to the lineup. Weekend one schedule. Yeah. Right, there's supposed to be a map here. Yeah, the festival map. Let's see. Usually the map is pretty much the same as it's always been. Yeah. Looks like it's just same yeah the American, American Express Arena is like the biggest one they have biggest one out of the like the uh, American Express and the Middle Light is the biggest stage they have the Hondas it's like between the American Express the Middle Light and the Honda is like the biggest and then they have the little ones like the Tito's the T-Mobile Viabro I think I, mean, I can't even read those for those that small <laughs> They got, <clears throat> they got them over here in the other section of the weekend one schedule. He has the Honda, Honda stage, the Middle Light stage, the, I don't pronounce it, it's VRPO stage, the Austin Kitty's Limits presented by Lifeway stage, uh, bonus tracks, I haven't even heard of that one, the Steedos, Handmade Vodka stage, BMI, T-Mobile, Merit Express. The T-Mobile is pretty much the main one, but there's other people that go on it. From the, t <clears throat> Uh, this is from Friday. I'm, I'm just gonna people that I'm ready to go for. I started, this goes from 12 to. Well, this one's going from. Ah, that's pretty earlier than usual. 12 to 10. This is from Sleep by the Wheel. I've heard of them. So, Le Little Izzy Vert is from like 6 o'clock to 7. That's from uh, on the Honda Honda stage. And there's Tam, Tam, Tam and Paula, which I want to check them out, which kind of interferes with the uh, Guns N' Roses. Because the girls come out at uh, 7.30 to 10. So they're going to be playing for like 45 minutes before Intel McPillan even comes out. I don't know. I'm thinking I want to see like uh, Welcome to the Jungle for sure. I just want to catch a couple of songs from Tama and Pella. Because I always heard they have a good visual. Uh, 
I haven't really a lot of heard their songs really. I know it's more Guns N' Roses, but I heard Sam Impala has like uh, good visual live stage presence, so I want to check them out for sure. They're headlining the uh, uh, on a, and they're not they're short too. It's like an hour fifteen. Guns N' Roses is doing a two and a half hour show, so that's good for them. Like, for them. Silent Disco is eight to ten. I don't know who they are. Yeah, there's only a few people that I know, really. Well, School of Rock is only doing a three-minute set. And I don't know what School of Rock It's like from the movie, but it's not even really them. You know, like, the Jack Black was coming out. I'm like, all right. Yeah, for me, honestly, to be honest, I'm like, uh, last year's had a bigger stack for me than this year. To be honest, I'm like, it's not really most people that I really want to see money for. Definitely my main, my main money for is going for Guns N' Roses. And that's been what I'm paying to see today, or that Friday. Main I'm just gonna see is uh, Little Uzi Vert, uh, Simon Paula, and Guns N' Roses. It's mainly three I'm going, so I'm probably I don't really care to show up until like six o'clock, so really six to ten, honestly. And knowing the traffic and everything there, if people going, you got to be there like two hours before. So probably people probably go in this earlier anyway. I'll probably get up to show up there like three o'clock. No, no, no problem there. And then for Saturday, uh, oh, Saturday's actually later. Friday's starts at, oh, or earlier. It starts at 11. But still 11 to 10, though. It actually ends early. Well, Charles Gambino is the headliner, and they're only 8 to 9.30 from the uh, American Express. And Salad Disco is doing a, another show the same, or again, from 8 to 10. 21 Savage is going to be there from 7 to 8. So I'm guessing people are trying to go T Mobile. Probably see someone standing from 7 to 8 and go with Challenge Cabino. The Cure is the headliner. Looks like there's in until 10, which I don't really know them much either. But then the Honda, that's like that's going to end up uh, the night there from the Honda stage. But I'm really, majority of people are going to go there from, just for uh, Billie Eilish. And she's only got an hour set, and that's earlier. Feeling like the same slot as Lucy or the from yesterday. That's Honda Arena from six to seven. Mom's seen Hip Sabotage and they're even earlier, they're at the not even the window, they're at the Miller Light stage from uh, three to four. So they got an hour set there. And that's uh, pretty much I wanna see that stage again. I'm gonna see uh the Honda or the Miller Light stage, how big that one is. Go back to that. Let's go to the middle light. Um. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's the biggest. Three to four. Okay. And then I'll do a Sunday for y'all. Okay, so y'all curious if y'all go if y'all are gonna be there? You're gonna go to the Sunday one. Mm. Okay, Sunday. Uh, many people I don't probably know. Yeah, Cardi B, that's the main one really, is uh, 8 to 9 from the Honda. She's pretty much a headliner from that stage. Um, I don't know if people from there. School of Rock down here from 1230 to 1. It's like bonus track. I don't even know what that bonus track stage even is on there. Silent Disco. It's like Silent Disco all three days, 8 to 10. And then uh, Mother and Sons, 8 to 10. From the uh, Mary Express. 
And there was a big crowd for that. I don't know people from uh, uh, Good Mythic Morning like them. Yeah, so for me, uh, I gotta be there earlier Saturday just for um, Charles Hib or Charles Hibby. <laughs> uh, Hibby Sabotage. So definitely Friday. Definitely not gonna be uh, start there till 6. See uh, Lou Lizzie Vert, Tom Apollo, and Guns N' Roses. Uh, and Saturday, get there at even earlier. At uh, where they start again? Yeah, three o'clock. So psh, man, that's gonna be even earlier because maybe three. Because I'm gonna want to go after uh, Charles Gabino. So that's about a six-hour day there too, half the day. All right, yeah. I just see I just see mainly people from like, especially Austin crowd. I see a lot of people just going for like Billie Eilish. So, okay. Everyone's in that. Yeah, if y'all gonna see that, let me uh, hit me up there and be cool to see y'all there. All right, it's about forty minute mark here. This is from uh, PlayStation. Oh, it wouldn't be my podcast if I was talking about uh, PlayStation Five. This is not uh, usually when I go in the Google News, I go to the For Me section. If y'all are new to my podcast, but uh, it's not on my. It just says top stories, but it says about. Uh, oh, there's actually two different ones. I want to this PlayStation, PlayStation Five and a Cannabis Cafe. So, we'll get into this one first. So okay, it says leak. Leak may reveal a new PlayStation 5 feature that no one saw coming. So I like this little clickbait. So it's from BGR yesterday, from the article yesterday. So we'll see what this is about. It keeps showing this, and I'm like, is this really what the PS5 is going to look like? Because so far, there's like no attention to what it's going to look like yet. Alright. It says the PlayStation 5 will. Released about a year from now, likely in time for the 2020 holiday season. That doesn't mean the next PlayStation is a complete mystery, though. Aside from the design and launch details, we do know the console will feature powerful internals, both when it comes to processing graphics as well as a fast SSD that will dramatically reduce loading times. On top of that, a new leak suggests that Sony might will be working on another exciting PS5 feature that no one expected. It says documentation that Sony filed for a voice help system using artificial intelligence panic reveals that company has been developing a virtual assistance that will be exclusive to Sony's new gaming console uh, to definitely call PlayStation Assist this voice enabled assistant will be able to help users as they play different games the assistant will provide information about games objectives as well as uh, items the gamers should pursue well I mean the Xbox One already has that anyway kind of Uh, so some images show how uh, Horizon Zero Dawn players would get information about Pacific War uh, Sword, Pacific Sword directly from the console. Uh, players can also request information about missions, locations, opponents, and puzzles. Dutch blog, uh, tech tactic explains. Uh, the assistant connects to Sony's servers for information and then returns the solution on the screen. The report notes. Uh, more interesting, the PlayStation Assist app would also work on mobile devices, delivering general information about a game, how long you played it, or when you started it. 
as well as info about in-game content like the quests available in specific portions of the map. Okay, well that's pretty interesting then. Uh, as with any other patent, Sony's documentation isn't enough to confirm the feature will be introduced on the upcoming PlayStation 5 console. However, that doesn't uh, change the fact that Sony is researching the technology of Microsoft Xbox. Uh, meanwhile, supports both Amazon, Alexa, and Google Assist. Although these third-party assistants won't deliver the kind of real-time gaming information that PlayStation Assist promises. Okay. That's pretty much into that. All right. Well, we'll see how that uh how that plays out when it comes out. All right. <clears throat> Here's another one that came out. It's from CNN. It says the first cannabis cafe in the United States opens. I was like, that was interesting. I'm like, uh, cafe. I was like, you know, it's a big thing from um Amsterdam because everyone want to go to Amsterdam for just for marijuana because it's ca the cafe. It's legal there. And all of a sudden, we got to leave there. Because I remember other people were talking about, because I was even talking about, I was like, man, I just want to go to Amsterdam because the weed is legal there. That's how big it was. And then all of a sudden, 2012, we got illegal here. I was like, oh, yeah. Like, so that saves me a trip. <laughs> I mean, I still like to explore, you know, if I was a performing artist and whatnot, I'd be able to travel the world. But so far, every, everywhere I've traveled, and state wise, I've been to a legal state. <laughs> It says the uh, the first campus cafe in the United States opens Tuesday in Los Angeles. Of course, it's Los Angeles. God, that would be something to check out too. I would have checked out in Los Angeles. I'm sure that'd be probably be full as fuck. So it was just in Los Angeles, uh, but it's called uh, Lowell Farms, a cannabis cafe. It will be the first farm to table restaurant that highlights cuisine and cannabis. Uh, West Hollywood created or created eight cannabis consu uh, consumption licenses and more than 300 applications. Lowell Farms was granted the first one. The restaurant says that makes it the first business in the United States to be granted a fully legal cannabis consumption license, it says. Uh, it says head chief uh, Andrew Drummer uh, was trained at a league cordon blue in Los Angeles in 2012. She launched her cooperative elevation VIP there she became known for creating THC and CBD uh, infused cuisines and was hosted celebrities like Miguel and Wiz Khalifa of course <laughs> uh, Lolo Farms drummer uh, has created a menu that will be reflected of California flavors and will feature seasonal dishes that are complementary to the effects of THC because of current cannabis legalization the restaurant says the dishes will not be infused oh it will not be infused with uh, cannabis Okay. Uh, in harmony with the West Hollywood's community, the restaurant will offer a uh, first-of-its-kind nightlife experience, a spokesman told CNN. Lowell Farms Cannabis uh, Cafe will serve as a welcoming and safe environment for all to enjoy and learn about consumption in the newly legal world of cannabis. Uh, the cafe will have its own version of some Summerlow, which is calling tableside flower service. At Lowell Farms, flower hosts will discuss the different strains available and explain their flavors and effects. Uh, guests will, will be able to smoke marijuana at the cafe using joints, pipes, and bongs. <laughs> How's it open for everyone, though? If, like, it's not like, Mommy, you're going to take a big rip of this? <laughs> big rip of your, uh, your bong there? I don't. How's it going to be enjoyable? I don't see uh, they're going to have kids in there. 
Or maybe they'll have like a. No, I'll read the rest of it and just go and take my opinion from there. Uh, so yeah, the cafe will have its own version of a somewhere which is called a tableside flower service. Yeah, there's a fact. This guest will be open to smoke marijuana, pipes and bongs. The five thousand nine hundred square foot space will have both. Okay, yeah, I need to read all this first. Smoke, smoking and non-smoking patio. And the entire indoor space is designed, or the entire indoor space is designated smoking area. Okay. Uh, edibles will also be available for consumption. Well, they just said their food was going to be edibles. Okay. I guess like their food itself, but I guess they're just separate, do it separately. Uh, it says Lowell Farms, the Cannabis Cafe was created because we believe there need to be a destination for everyone to openly enjoy cannabis in the community. Uh, I guess the cafe said in a statement, Lowell Cafe is a welcoming space for those who are cannabis consumers and those who are kind of curious and looking to experience cannabis in a welcoming atmosphere. I'm down for that. I mean, I was going to see how kids can be in that, in that environment. I mean, I guess, yeah, there'd be a smoking and non-smoking form, but I mean, if the whole indoor is going to be smoking, that doesn't really make sense. It's going to be over for everybody. That's what it said. It said, that's what going to be a safe environment for all to enjoy. So I don't, it says all to enjoy. I don't know what it means by age requirement. By all ages are just safe to enjoy for everyone that's legal age. I would assume. I don't think there's going to have people in there. Like they ha they're gonna have I guess they can have edible products but they're not gonna have like their cafe like whatever crumpets and shit already fused with it. They'll just probably sell like joints and shit. Or flour and you can just bring your own pipe and bong, I guess, in there. I just it's gonna be fun, but someone just brings like a giant ass bong and like, oh, I want some crumpets in my coffee here. Just take a dome to the face. <laughs> hey, good on California though, getting a cafe in there. Oh I definitely would have tried it checked it out, I was there. That was what's bad about Cal that was bad about my trip, man. Like I was only there for five days and I did not have enough time at all to do everything there. Like it was definitely not enough time. I wanted to do so much there. I wanted to go to the comedy store, I wanted to go to the the casino. Uh, like more of Long Beach. I didn't even go to the Long Beach put beach park. I just went there for the dispensary. Like, I did not definitely not have enough time to do everything there. Unless I wish I had more time. Uh, Delhi would go back. I mean, I mean, some people were, you know, eh, or like the homeless people, but I mean, you know, it, you get that everywhere. So, definitely a trip going back. Especially uh, if I just want to get out, I definitely want to track out Northern California. All right, that's the uh, end of that. So, I think we're going to go to, I think we're just going to leave it with two right there, because I've been talking about it. I think we're just going to go to the main topic, the, uh, 2019 PWI 500. It looks like it posted on August 29th, 2019. So. Alright. Well, well, it says for number one to 500, but we're going to go from backwards. Because it's, it's. Well, that says the top 100. Hmm. Let's see. Let's see if I can find the top 500. PWI, PWI, or 2019 PWI, 500, full list, here we go, uh, maybe just show me a Wikipedia, 
or not. All right, see. So, uh, this is only the top ten for that. I thought I had like a full five hundred list. See Reddit has it. Okay, even though I use Reddit a lot, I guess it has it pretty well, so. Make sure this is accurate from Reddit. Mm, yeah, okay. Alright, looks like it's pretty accurate. Alright, we'll go into the full 2019 PWI 500. For all you wrestling marks out there. I'll see if y'all you know it or I don't know it. Some of these wrestlers, but it's gonna give him a shout out. All right, go from 500 to one from at least the best, according to the 2019 PWI list. All right, here we go. We go from Corey Storm 500. I'm not gonna go, I'm not gonna say 500 Corey Storm 599. Let's go until we get to a certain point. All right, Corey Storm, Fox Vineyard, Steve Rivers. Mikey Evernight, Anthony Greeny, Eddie Osborne, Mark Wheeler, James Sage, Jamie Singo, Shane Mercer, Adrian Quest, Vincent Fowler, Jimmy Lloyd, King Catcher, Gino Puff, Jacques Sampson, Arterio Ross, Casey Navrio, Carter Mason, Jack Pano, Robin Limmy, Broxton Keller, Charlie Winson, Chasen Rance, Mustang Mike, Nice. <laughs> uh, Bobby Sharp, Daniel Garcia, Kona Reeves. I haven't heard of these people yet, but. Uh, Kevin Blackwood, Sheen Carr, Jack Manning, Kobe Christ, Ellen, or, or Orlando Christopher, Jacqueline Wildy, Anthony Gaines. That's a nice name. Uh, Zachy Knight, Super Astro, Joey Ace, Mark uh, Angelusti, Lee. Moreto, Trent Gibson, uh, Tyler Bateman, Ricky Knight, B-Boy, Tony Gunn. I, th I think I've heard of him before. That's at 455. Uh, Chip Chambers, uh, David Arquette. I've heard of him. That's 453. Red Hema, Roy Knight, Victor Benjamin, Ellie Everly, Joy Keys, Ray Rosas, uh, Kobe Mike, Keogh. Dante Cabeller, Frankie Feathers, Chaney Decker, Bonsoir, Jeff Parker, Jordan Oliver, L Terrible, uh, T.Y. T.Y. Awesome, Ross Vaughn, Matt Lee, Luchasaurus, heard of him, that's from AEW, 434, uh, Andy Williams, Mike Henchman, Space Monkey, uh, Ditch Hashimoto, Marshall Vaughn, Dimes, uh, Cam Zagame, uh, Pema Don, Chris Bay, Brent Banks, Cesar Bonnie, uh, Mason Bond, Frankie TM, Cheeseburger, uh, yeah, Cheeseburger on 420, that's pretty funny, uh, Crazy Steve, with T's, Crazy with two Z's, Kazuro Tamura, uh, Ace Corbero, Josh Briggs, Hollow Wicked, Stock, Stockade, uh, Texanero Jr., Carlito, which 
I guess Carlito's like the actual Carlito we know from WWE or former WWE. It's from four twelve. Uh, Brian Pillman was heard of him. Uh, Bill uh, Killor, Tommy Dreamer five on or four on nine. Uh, Sin Bodhi, Chris Dickerson, uh, Puma King, Brandon Thurston, Stone Rockwell, Artemis Spencer, Philip Ba. Udaz, Kevin Benny, David Finley, uh, Nick Cage, uh, Hanjam Ari, Colin Dillay, Lance Anoa, Darby Allen, Alex Reynolds, Tamberlo, uh, Fockade, John Silver, Zachary Wentz, Selects, Lucky Kid, uh, Andy Brown, Zabrino Jr., XIX, as event, Super Tiger. Desmond Xavier, uh, Sammy Guevara, Alanis, uh, PB Smooth, Sebastian Suave, Brad Hollister, Alexander Hummerstone, Grand Guerrero, Ultimo Dragon, Roy Caro, Ray Scorpion, uh, JT Dunn, Jackson Riker, uh, Arcade Cannon, Jonathan Grisham, uh, Jason Conkey, Jordan Michaels, Luke Hawks, Rasai, uh, Cody Diener, El Criatero, Trekkie, uh, Morabusua, Horero Carrillo, Sony Kiss, Joseph Liger, Jose Tusa, Toki Motukuro, uh, Chris Brooks, Jake, <laughs> really do his name, Jake something, okay, at, uh, where we at now? Yeah, Jinx something at 353. El Hargo Fenisama, Dragon Kid, Tra Travis Toxic, Wes Briscoe, Meki Nucleus, Koei Seto, Nubula, Rejo, Sesama, Yusukasaki, Brian Mazzillo, Wrecking Ball, uh, Psycho Clown, Flaminta, uh, High 69, uh, Jake Lee, Shaham Ali, Case Tora, Beer City, LSG. I thought I heard, heard of them, but not sure. Shota Amira, Ray Horus, Lugoma Maroto, Jake Ollis, Benjamin Tool, Tyson T Bone, Tindra, No Way, Barcera, Bethro, Bernerma Abbey, Kaleb Conley. I know I'm butchering the fuck out of these names, I'm sorry in advance. Gunter uh, Susco, uh, Joey Hendry, Flash Morgan, uh, Cardisco, Steve Coulter, uh, Hikarito, Thomas Dubros, Jimmy Havoc, I've heard of Jimmy Havoc, uh, Cisco Kajama, Ismo Kateka, Gatsura Yashama, Wesley Blake, Jiro Kurshiro, AR Fox, Adian English, very English, oh, eight English, 308, Dave Mestev, uh, Jacob Fuel, uh, Message ST, Jogos, jo uh, Joe Gacy, Tyson Dukes, uh, Harris Tenzan, Teddy Hart, Kanjo Kong, June Akame, uh, Blue Demon, Titan, Mike Kellis, uh, Castellano, I've heard of Castellano. Uh, Asus Kanano, uh, Dr. Wenger, Wenger, Masa Kanami, uh, Hamasa Katame, 
Dominic uh, Demacovic, Keijo Amawato, Amanato, Matt Angel, Tamago Hama, Eddie Kingston, uh, Monso Tonka, Toji Makabe, Ara Devela, Lance Archer, Naroka Dami Jungle Boy, 280, who's also AEW, he's also with Suchasaurus, uh, John Kinger, Yurahino, Terry Yono, Homicide, uh, Velno, uh, Yoshihashi, Ben K, Brian Kendrick, 272, uh, Ligro, Shatiro Ashinero, David Boy Smith Jr., 269, Evo Uno, Robbie English, or Robbie Eagles, so to say. Uh, Bronson Reed, uh, Bushi, Ultima Guerrero, Big R, uh, Dushu Sasuke, Rati Rajo, Leo Rush, Leo Rush, well, they actually have Leo Rush on here, he's not even in WWE, or not even much relevant anymore, so that's 260. Stu Grayson, Angel Garza, Simma, Mojo Riley, 256. Rod Sigs, BT Williams, Shane Tyler, Mac Rollins, Jimmy Jacobs, Yamamoto, Jake Kellehart, Marto Estrada, Kip Samer, L. Scott, Marcus Bart, Chase Owens, Ace Austin, uh, Drago, Chuck Taylor, Sana Zen, Jack Evans, Rocky Morrow, Fred Ye, Ye Summer Sai, uh, Joseph Connors, Desecki Hendricks, Sean Spears, Tyler Breeze. That's the first W I've seen. So this is all the way from 232, starting from 232 from a person in WWE. Uh, Trent Beretta, Timothy Thatcher, Pepper Parks, Dynamite Azure, TJP, RGA City, AC3. This is from, uh, well, it was a WWE, but it's not now. Orange Cassidy. Akum, KCY, Crimson, Archikello, Yuji Nagata, Mark Andrews, Indian Page, uh, Selzen Young, Alexander Wolfie, Mac Bailey, Eddie Dennis, Jax Dan. I guess there's no, there's no female wrestlers in this at all. I guess it's all male. This side. Joss Alexander, Maso Husho, Cameron Grimes, Zach Gimson, Noyo, Mr. James Drake. YOH Wolfgang, Luke Hopper, there's another W from 202, Eric Young, Sin Carr at 200, Little Kig, Norma Dar, uh, SHO, Kalim Dang, Joe Doring, Selman Benjamin, 194, uh, Danny Borch, Matt Zahn, Jide Drake, uh, Mance Warner, Shane Thorne, Aerostar, Annie. Lorcane, uh, yeah, Angelo Johnson, Tucker, Mantas Ford, Heath Slater, 183, Mystico, Carl Anderson, L.A. Park, Otis, Mark Kofi, uh, Luke Gallows, Bo Dallas, Vita, Lentz Dorado, Madman Fulton, Curtis Axel, Joe. Kofi, Laurel, Seville, and Bray Wyatt at 169. Grand Mexico, Kosho, Namajo, Namajima, Damon Priest, Joey Ryan, T. Hawk, Bully Ray. Bully Ray, wow, that was the list at 163. 
David Christ, uh, Dalton Castle, Joey Janelle. I've heard of both of them. Bobby Guns, Jake Christ, Keith Lee, or Keith Lee, uh, Go Janelle, and Mark Hoskins, Trace Williams, Anthony Henry, Tom Laura, uh, Espo Collin, Hecate Sudo, Illy Drake, TK Orion, Primo Collin, Burrow, Kevin Romero, Vinny Marcella, Matt Hardy, Jenner Hall, well, Jenner Hall 143, uh, Sammy Callahan, Shamra, PJ Black, Bad Luck, Travis Banks, Rush, uh, Willie Mack, MGF, Talska Seguro, Evro Javanov, Yujabata, or Yuji Harakamishi at 132, Austin Aries, Paulo Cruz at 130, Disco Motto, Court Hawkins, Eric Moose, Michael Engine, Teresco Indino, Edvar, Risco Tanger, Kilo Cross, Colt Cabana at 120, wow. Uh, Santana, Volador Jr., Kenny King, Scorpion Sky, Ortez, Flip Gordon, Frankie, uh, 112, uh, Mark Briscoe, 111, Trent, 7, uh, 110, Elias, 109, Kalisto, 108, Jay Briscoe, uh, 107, Tyler Bate, Cisco Romero, 105, Christopher Daniels, 104, TJ, uh, it was more. 103 Skull Dawson. Uh, 102 Guerrero Dezero. 101 Guerrero Kamasimo. 100 Zach Ryder. Woo woo. 99 David Starr. 98 Dash Water. 97 Tango Loro. Then we have Monero Tucka. Eddie Edwards. Tamatanga. Bobby Fish. Rowan. Zeus. Zoma. Tashi. Rich Swan. And uh, Drew Gollick, Xavier Woods. This like looks like WWE base. Now we're like an under a hundred. Now it's like all WWE because they you don't know, like WWE is like the top wrestlers apparently. The same as eighty five. Cal Rally, Jack Gable, uh, Roderick Strong, uh, Bandito, Austin Theory, Brody King, Nesmael Mufidi, uh, Kashira, Nick Jackson, Mac Jackson, Cesaro. Tamiro Ishii, Big E, PCO, Sami Zayn, Matt Riller, Andre Singer, Takai, and Pac, Low Key, <laughs> uh, Kadu Kamenia, Jimmy Uso, Jeyus. Wow, really? They're together? That's funny. Uh, Evil, Jeff Hardy, uh, Cindric Alexander, uh, Jordan Devell, Dragon Lee, R Truth, 56. Ali, Pete Dunn, Rey Mysterio, 53. Uh, Mark Skrull, Robert Rude, Harriet Guto, Rusev, 49. How is Rusev? For, he hasn't even wrestled in months. That makes... Okay. Brian Cage, Marno Suzuki, Dolph Ziggler, Tony Nice, Hangman Page, Zach Sabri, uh, Zanda, Nick Alice, Kevin Owens, Baron Corbin, at 39. Randy Orton, uh, Matt Taven, Drew McIntyre, The Miz, Alistair Black, Bunny Murphy, Juice Robinson, Sinsuke Nakamura, Bobby Lashley, Johnny Impact, Pentagon Jr., Braun Strowman, Velvet Dream, Tiski Naturo, Kenny Mahara, 
Jeff Cobb, Phoenix Ricochet, John Boxley, Finn Balor, Adam Cole. This is now the top 20. Uh, Kato Abisha, Jay Lethal, Cody Rhodes, Walter, Thomas Cabello, Jay White, Samoa Joe, Will. Now the top 10. Top 10. Will Ospreay, number 9. Hiroshi Tamashi, number 8. Kenny Omega, number 7. Roman Reigns, number 6. Johnny. Gordo, number five, Kosho Okada, number four, Kobe Kingston, number three, AJ Styles, number two, Daniel Bryan, and number one, Seth freaking Rollins. All right, guys, if y'all are interested in this, uh, I like how Raw is like the optimal, this is from Reddit, but like Raw is like all over this from the uh, top of this. I'll put the link there if y'all want to look up, check out the list for yourselves anytime. It's from reddit.com slash square circle slash comments slash uh, CXGNA 2019 PWI 500 full list. So I'll put that in my description in the uh, podcast for the week. Alright guys, it's going to end it here for the uh, week for Topics on the Pod. I uh, hope you enjoyed the podcast for the week. If you did, uh, be sure to subscribe. If you're not subscribed already, give us those five-star reviews. We need it for sure to keep us going. Alright guys, we'll see you all next week on Topics on the Pod. This is DJ Stats saying I was saying peace. Play me outro. Down the years it's been a ride And now I'm sorry our mall it's not in tonight And on and on as we go we seem to fight But baby that's just the way we love And only in the dark do we see our sunlight Home is where we were Home is where we want to be And yes we don't have time to say goodbye and this ain't the last time Now this time before we go Raise your hands, raise your toes Time is something special Just like love before it starts to snow It's crazy how the years have gone Memories are the drug we're on But darling, just remember That there's never a goodbye We're spoken There's never a goodbye
light the storm Show me where you've gone When you come back home